0: I have an exclusive opportunity for you that I'd love to bring to your attention. And that is I have just launched a six to 12 month mastermind called The Circle of Influence where I'll be taking you under my wing to show you how to build a platform online that generates an income for you so you can have more freedom in your life. I'm also going to show you how to become a powerful influencer online so that you can score interviews and so you can get exposure on major publications and platforms and I'm going to even show you how to build these platforms yourself such as a website, a podcast, a YouTube channel and a social media following so that you can get your message out there to millions. I'm also going to show you how to network with other incredible leaders online so that you can interview them and so that you can collaborate with them and really show you how to refine your story so that you can share it in an unforgettable way to score more interviews, to score book deals, and to gain more speaking opportunities so that you can become a powerhouse leader. Now, if this speaks to you, make sure you head over to I am Joel Brown dot com slash apply and get in before I close my doors on this live interactive exclusive opportunity We're going to go deep with you and with the community of Circle of Influence Game Changers. Don't miss this. Now, let's get into this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I'm here today with Olivia Arizolo, and she is an Australian, just like me, <laughs> and she is a renowned sleep specialist. And the thing that I love about Olivia is her generosity in sharing really amazing content and advice uh, on what it really takes to live a life of great sleep and great routines so that you can live with amazing energy levels. And, you know, we talk a lot about being ambitious and chasing your dreams and achieving your desires, but this is useless if you are exhausted and you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor. So I'm really excited for Olivia to jump in and really share with us what it takes to manage our energy levels so that we can have more of a well-rounded level of success. So Olivia, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Joel, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure further to your introduction I would actually like to highlight that you actually can't have a full functioning life unless you sleep properly like you can't think clearly you can't you can't function at your best you can't be super social so not only does it help but it also it's a pivotal it's pivotal in your Ability to achieve your best. Olivia, what was
0: it that inspired you? (laughs) What was it that inspired you to be a sleep specialist?
1: When I was in my teens, I suffered really, really bad depression and really bad anxiety and had um, a really challenging time. And I really had to learn how to rewire my thinking and essentially reprogram how how I... lived and how i thought and after getting through such a difficult time and moving from like complete darkness to like into you know a greater greater sense of awakeness a greater sense of joy i wanted everyone to experience that shift um so that's why i started my studies so first with a bachelor of social science psychology And then I thought, okay, well, psych is great, but you also need to feel good as well. So then I studied a bachelor, sorry, then I studied a civic at three and four in fitness, then a diploma of health science, institutional medicine. And so I started doing wellness coaching for like motivation and weight loss. And then I had some sleep people and they were getting really good results. And it was really easy for me to fix sleep because I just put all my degrees together. I did a bit more research into the field, but Basically, I come to establish that what they were recommending for sleep hygiene was basically just a combination of my, my, my other degrees. So it was really easy for me to combine them into short, sharp tips. And then I started speaking to other people about it. And I realized that everyone was suffering and no one was doing anything about it. And so I tapped in and thought, hey, I think there is an absolute massive gap in the market for somebody like myself who understands, you know, understands modern day society challenges. You know, I'm a 29-year-old living in Sydney. I know what it's like when everyone's in their phone and, you know, you're trying to succeed and you're trying to be at uni and do three jobs and, you know, travel and all of these things. Somebody who's relatable like that but also who has qualifications behind them who can actually lend expertise to you know to, to advice not just give advice like oh just just breathe deeply and thumbs up you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was largely a desire to help my quote my quote is that I want to help people feel their best inside and out. And when I started to do the research into sleep, I realized that sleep was my vehicle to do that because you fix sleep and you essentially fix everything. Like your mood improves, your stress levels reduce, your energy improves, um, your cortisol levels go down. So you, you feel less stressed. Your thinking clarity improves you're less likely to have memory loss and then it prevents against a host of diseases, you know, like cardiovascular disease and um, heart disease and depression and anxiety. So it was when I realized the capacity of sleep to really deliver all of these things, I, I was like, okay, I think I found my thing.
0: So yeah. let's talk a little bit about sleep routines because we need to obviously prep ourselves before we go to sleep. And then when we get up, we, mm. there's things that we can bring in, habits and rituals in place to really activate the body and the mind to get Absolutely. yourself going in the right direction. So could you break those down for us?
1: Yeah, sure. So in the evening, you, so, so this routine could take up to two hours, it could take more, it can take as little as 30 minutes really in the evening what you want to spend a a decent amount of time doing the more the better because really the more time that you invest in calming practices like those that i'm going to mention the more space you give your brain waves to move from a really highly active alpha brainwave, which is what i'm in right now um to a slower theta brainwave which is like a meditative state and then as soon as you fall asleep you are more likely to go into delta and delta brainwave is when you experience slow wave sleep and that's when you get all of the sleep benefits like muscle restoration and synthesis of growth hormones synthesis of collagen um brain detoxification removing beta amyloid which um, avoids memory loss. So the thing is that, you know, all of this, all of the advice that I'm about to share, if you consider it in a way of, um, okay, this is going to enable me to dive straight into sleep and also more likely to sleep throughout the night as well, because your brain's in a calmer state, then, um, that's really helpful to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, definitely. So in the evening, you know, about at least 90 minutes before bed, you really want to start blocking blue light. Um, so everyone knows that blue light comes from devices, you know, screens, laptops, phones, but I think it's also really interesting to note that it comes from your ceiling lights as well. Um, so Having you know a pair of 100% blue light blocking glasses. These are definitely what I recommend because everyone has their ceiling lights on at some point, point. Um, and right. unless you're and then you're checking your phone as well, and unless you're preventing that blue light entering your eyes, what happening? What happens is it decreases your production of the hormone melatonin melatonin is required to make you sleepy blue light also stimulates the production of cortisol cortisol makes you feel alert and and awake so people who are watching you know tv or like scrolling on their phone late at night often say you know i just don't get tired it's like okay we well, don't get tired because you're exposed to blue light so it's a large part wow. of it so huh. um so, yeah, so that, that's a really, that's one of my key fundamentals. After that, having a a bath is really great, a great option. There's a lot of evidence around its capacity to calm the body and, the, and activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, but if not a bath, a shower is great as well. After and that, is this like
0: a hot shower, a cold shower, a warm shower? What would you say it
1: would be this? lukewarm Lukewarm. okay yeah around the same time as your shower or just after you get get out as get out um if you start diffusing some lavender um through you know through an aromatherapy so lavender um activates the GABA neurotransmitter pathway GABA helps calm the brain down. So it calms you, sorry, it means that your brain is more likely to easily switch off when you do go to sleep. After that one, having a cup of chamomile tea, um, just like lavender, GABA, sorry, GABA production is supported by chamomile. After you've had your tea, having some magnesium, definitely having a highly bioabsorbable magnesium, um, ideally, a magnesium blend, one with glutamate and zinc. It's a brand that I use that has a combination of all of those, which is really helpful um, because glutamate and zinc are also GABA stimulating. So, right, but, right. yeah, so GABA is so like is basically is a hormone that is the opposite of cortisol. So cortisol makes us feel alert and awake and wired. GABA makes us feel tranquil and calm and relaxed so the more GABA that our bodies can produce which comes through things like lavender magnesium chamomile tea then the more calm our brain feels naturally so that's really helpful um so after your magnesium doing something relaxing so like Although it seems like I've said a lot, all of those activities are actually really, really quick. It's like, okay, two seconds, put blue black blocking sunglasses on. Five minutes, have a shower. Two minutes, turn on your aromatherapy diffuser with lavender. Um, two minutes, take magnesium. Two minutes, have a chamomile tea. So it sounds like I've said a lot, but also remember like you're yeah. actually really short, sharp actionables. Um, so then after that, like, you know, all of, all of those things, you might've taken like 15 minutes to do all of that. Right. So then you want to spend some time doing something relaxing and my go-tos are meditation I'm sure that you are well familiar with the habits of meditation.
0: Yeah. It's such a pinnacle uh, habit of most of the successful people that I've interviewed. They practice, whether it's like meditation or prayer or like a visualization, just something where it's going in and shutting off the senses.
1: Yes. Yes. It's actually um, a passion of mine is just studying successful people. I I find it very interesting. And if you, if you read through, um, you know, any interview with a millionaire or a, bazillion or a billionaire or, you know, a powerful leader, um, I find, I don't think I've ever heard of one who's super successful that hasn't reported meditation or prayer as one of their um, non-negotiables for, yeah, um, I agree. for their daily routine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, so definitely meditation is is a recommendation. But outside of that, you know, some gentle yoga that involves like some really calming, tranquilizing music. You can listen to binaural beats. You can listen to white noise. You can listen to pink noise. Definitely, you know, having a a noise is helpful because it it encodes and it entrains the brain waves on a biological level um and it also gives you something to focus on outside of you know distractible noises maybe a tv or maybe a phone or something
0: Um, yeah and what do you think about you know these like affirmations where they have meditative music and it's like an affirmation or a guided realization Does, does that work really well
1: i love them absolutely i was listening to one last night. I was visualizing my ideal life. <laughs>
0: nice. I like that.
1: It was great. <laughs> I went to Desert Island.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's your ideal life.
1: <laughs> yep. Wow. It was great. Wow. I was You
0: wouldn't you I, wouldn't I, get I, bored? <laughs>
1: oh, no 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 Desert Island with my laptop so then I can deliver sleep tips when when needed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, I hear you now. That's fine. That's oh, fine. So so the reason why that works so well, and sorry to cut, I know you were in like a good flow. I just wanted to go in on that a little bit deeper. I think it's really important. Is it because we're moving from one state to another and it, it, like our mind's more impressionable or in, in, influenced around that time? If you're s- kind of starting to fade off and falling asleep as you're listening to it, is it programming your, your mind or how does that work?
1: So... <sighs> The effects of meditation, I haven't. There hasn't been a lot of evidence regarding the different styles. Like that, I've read personally. I will look for, um, you know, efficacy across population groups and ap- across what it does within the brain and what what I've right. found right is. That basically it supports, um, it supports the development of slow wave sleep. It supports your ability to fall asleep faster. It calms the brain from alpha to theta, which is a calmer brainwave um, state. Also, interestingly, it for long term meditators, they have about. 300% more melatonin naturally, um, which I find fascinating. So melatonin. Yeah. Melatonin is a hormone to make, to make us sleepy. So the, but this is, and so long-term meditators, but this is also because meditation helps mediate the, the release of, stress hormone cortisol so if you're if you're meditating your biological reaction to stress in that how much cortisol you release as in to how much how much tension you feel and how like wound up you feel as a result of something negative happening is less so over time your body actually releases less cortisol and as a result of that less cortisol you have the capacity to release more melatonin because melatonin and cortisol are like on opposite ends of the seesaw so yeah so so in terms of the biological changes and the brain changes that happen as a result of meditation that's that's what i've found Um, But also really interestingly is that um, there was this research that was published around the degree of slow wave sleep in different age groups for those who meditated and those who didn't. And they found that, because you know how you've heard like age means that you have worse quality sleep. Um, okay. so what they've found is that if you're meditating, it preserves your brain's ability to have slow wave sleep, um, which is the restorative sleep. So chances are, if you meditate, you're more likely to have that deep quality sleep and you're less likely to have the negative side effects of sleep loss, which include memory loss. Um, and you know, just a loss of your growth hormone, a loss of strength as well. Um, it's just so interesting. So yeah, here are some, there there are some of the benefits of meditation, which are both directly and indirectly related to sleep.
0: Wow, you've given us a lot of great information there. And as Thanks. I'm listening. I to I it, it well. <laughs> and, no, no, this is great. This is great. As I'm listening, I'm I'm also just like thinking to myself, wow, okay, I need to get some of this in place and start locking it in for my routine because I know sometimes what I do is I, I jump out of work and I had to recently time block and just go, cool, Joe, at seven PM you've got to cut off. You've got to shut your laptop. Yeah. It's no more work. Even phone calls just like chilling out on the phone calls, unless it's just like a personal or like a family call, yeah. no like salesy calls or business related calls because it just keeps my mind thinking about ideas exactly. and solutions. So exactly. uh, definitely yeah. I'm going to start implementing these things. I've got a, I've got a doTERRA uh <laughs> fuser uh, here right now and I've got you know lavender as well and I haven't been using it so I'm sitting here going cool I can get this together I've got chamomile tea I have got valerian root and and I can go get some melatonin as well to start getting myself back into that space so yeah I love that and you know I think a lot of people that are listening right now are aspiring entrepreneurs or actively building really big businesses uh, as an entrepreneur and I know sometimes work can get in the way of, you know, looking after ourselves. So one of the things that I do notice is when we're running a big event and I know that I need to speak that next day, no matter what time I try and put myself to bed, I still don't get the best sleep. It's like my mind just doesn't stop spinning yeah. and, or I go to sleep, but then I wake up at some point. Cause I, in my mind, I'm like, Oh, my alarm, like I don't want to sleep past my alarm. And so yeah, I wake yeah. up and I check my phone and then I go back to try and go back to sleep. What do you do when you've woken up and, and you can't get back to sleep? How do we get ourselves back into that, you know, that, that deep, uh, deep sleep again?
1: Yeah, sure. So one of the best recommendations that I would have is meditation. <laughs> um, right, for all right. of those reasons, I, I, just, I just provided. But also, um, there's a strategy I use called Mind Dump. So you grab a notepad. And under a dim light, you write out in bullet points what your mind's racing about. Um, So this works on a few levels. First, because your brain thinks faster than it can write, the act of writing actually slows you down. Um, And also, secondly, because you can see that you're not going to forget whatever you're thinking about often um you know often we ruminate on we we ruminate on things that are important because we don't want to forget them and so if we can physically see that they're on paper then chances are the brain feels more comfortable being um less active absolutely so definitely mind dump is helpful uh, meditation is helpful but if you haven't, um, if you haven't gotten to sleep after waking up within about 20 minutes, actually getting up out of the bed, um, because laying there tossing and turning is destroying the psychological association that rain, sorry, that bed equals sleep, and the you you can't you really want that association to be as strong as possible um and for anyone who doesn't necessarily know what i'm talking about just have a think about whenever you see a a toilet seat regardless of if you need to go or not your brain automatically thinks oh do i need to use the bathroom <laughs> like, <laughs> like, right. because, it's true right because you don't do anything except use the to- use the bathroom on the toilet seat right so <laughs> you want as soon as your as soon as your brain sees the bed you want your brain to think oh it's time for sleep and then have an expectation that you'll be doing just sleep and nothing else in bed so if you're laying there tossing and turning you're actually You're actually not destroying, but weakening that association. Um, So definitely getting up and then doing something relaxing outside of the bed, be it meditation, be it reading a book, be it just jotting down your thoughts, if that's helpful.
0: I absolutely love that, Olivia. That's such a great uh, great way to look at it. I know that when I do my to-do list the night before, I call it my punch list. It's the things I need to punch out the next day. Right. And, and I I write it out so that that way my mind stops thinking about it and I can get a good sleep. So yeah, that's such a good practice to be in. And I notice a lot of people I've interviewed, uh, do that too. They, they get ahead of their to-do list. They understand their priorities, the night before so they're not thinking about it so when they get up they can jump straight into it and get the big things done so that later on they can Mm -hmm. wind down so yeah Yeah. no great advice i like the mind dump
1: it's actually really cool as well because the thing is that the brain consolidates information overnight so um the some of the last pieces of information that you are encoding so um, essentially like associating that point A is related to point B. So the closer that is to your bedtime, the more likely you are to actually, it's called consolidate. It's, it's kind of, it's like cement, cementing your brain that point okay. A equals point B, right? So yep. if there's something really important that you need to remember for the next day or like an affirmation, for example, Really, really helpful to do them like really late or the last thing at night, because chances are your brain, if it's an affirmation, then your brain will really remember that affirmation, consolidate it, encode it overnight, and then you woke and then you wake up, and rather than just being an affirmation that you're trying to believe, you have a greater chance of actually believing it um, than if if you were to do it like in the middle of the day, for example.
0: Wow. Damn, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love that you could break it down.
1: Sleep, yeah. Sleep is amazing. The brain is amazing.
0: Let me ask you this because I think it's really important to, to kind of just get people into the mindset of where you're at and why you're so passionate about it. What do you think is the most fascinating thing that you've discovered when it comes to sleep?
1: Oh, God. Probably just how much you can do to improve it that's there wouldn't it just there wouldn't be one single point within that but basically just how empowered we are to take control of our sleep i guess empowerment is one of my fundamentals so something that empowers us to such a great degree i find absolutely fascinating um because you know you of all of you know of the of the tips that I've shared, you know our capacity to, you know, to change our brain's plasticity, to moderate our our cortisol release, to um, moderate how much melatonin we produce, to consolidate particular memories, um, you know, our capacity to to not just think of sleep as something we have to do but look at sleep as something we can leverage for our own advantage that to me is fascinating
0: mm, wow yes 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 i love that olivia so olivia we talked about the evening routine what about the morning routine when we wake up the next morning
1: yeah so it's really important as soon as possible to get exposure to morning light. Um, So morning light stops our production of the hormone melatonin. Melatonin makes us sleepy. So if you're feeling tired in the morning and you go out and get sunlight, biologically, you're you're less likely to be sleepy. Um, And also it stimulates the production of serotonin, um serotonin makes us feel alert but it also makes us feel happy um so you know we're feeling happy we're feeling awake and less tired so sunlight is great um other than that getting movement into the morning is really important as well you know it again similarly supports the natural production of your happiness Hormones like serotonin and dopamine. So you're less likely to need, you know, as a result of having those hormones, you feel alert and energized. And as a result, you're less likely to need um, stimulants like caffeine and sugar to awaken, which not only not only supports you at the time, but also means that you're less likely to have that, you know early afternoon or mid-morning crash as well yeah other than that part of the morning routine really important to some mindfulness or meditation again for similar reasons it helps protect against stress so obviously in the evening you want it because it helps you calm down but in order to essentially make your mind resilient against the stresses of the day which might otherwise cause you to become in fight or flight and then become exhausted and um, fatigued throughout the day, you want to have a meditation or a mindfulness practice in the morning as well. Um, So, yeah, essentially getting outside, doing some mindfulness or meditation, um, moving, and also, having water is really important in the morning as well for detoxification because it helps them, helps you be mentally clear, and if you're more mentally clear, then you're more, you're more able to make um, calculated decisions throughout the morning. So that's definitely what we all want. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely, Olivia. I'm so pumped. I've taken notes on the things that we've talked about and I'm I'm just looking at my rituals, my routines. I'm just looking at how I can enhance them even more because one of my things that I really value most is growth and yeah. in order to grow, we need to optimize and tweak and fine-tune our day-to-day decisions. And, and you know, this impacts our health on a major level, especially as we get older too. I think as I've gotten older, I've realized how important my health is because yeah. all I yeah. need is to burn myself out. Like so many people that are listening right now, these entrepreneurs that just like keep pushing. Remember, we're talking about like hard work, you want hard and smart work so that you're not burning yourself out and just really like going so hard to the point where you get sick your immune system goes down, you crash out. And then from that point, it's like, wow, I've thrown myself out for a week. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate it because I, I lose production. I lose creativity. I'm no good to be around. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I love that this is all like a preventative so that you can live a healthier life and, and really optimize life and focused uh, life as well. So beautiful yeah. stuff. And I love that you talked about how you make the mind resilient i think one of the practices that I, I really got into this is a while back i challenged myself and i did it with a group that i was coaching it was for 34 days and it was a cold shower challenge oh and, yeah yeah, yeah in, and in uh,
1: bali they're actually quite nice
0: yeah they can be pretty nice in a, in a humid environment like bali that's for sure but yeah. we have a ice bath out here so sometimes we do that and uh you know the, the cold shower thing is really interesting i didn't know there was that many benefits to it When I started looking into it, it's tons, right? It lowers your cortisol levels. It increases your human growth hormone. In men, it increases testosterone. Your immune system activates. So I started doing that and I got to the point, and this is how crazy the body is. It starts to adjust. I got to the point where I reached my 34th day and on my 35th day, I forgot. I kind of lost track. I, I just kept having cold showers. I got to the 37th day and I realized, and I started to make the shower warm, but I couldn't stand in the warm. I wanted it to be cold because my body adjusted yeah. to it. And I was That's used so to turning cool. the tap to the other way that like, it felt weird for me to turn the tap warm. Like it, I kind of felt like I was cheating myself and I, my body was like, no, I like this. Let's keep doing this. Yeah. So it actually took me another like two weeks to get back to having a warm shower and it was yeah, yeah. winter. It was winter in Australia, in Perth too, when I was doing it. And so, um, I just found that really interesting that our bodies can adjust. And I think that that yeah. really shows how our bodies can really adapt to, you know, challenges. But we abuse it quite often. And I think if we can really prevent these, you know, hiccups and sicknesses and burnouts, the better we're going to show up as entrepreneurs uh, in this world to have more impact. So, I love yeah. you shared. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you. You know, it's. It's really cool. Like you can, a majority of our actions every day are subconscious, um, but with awareness and with focused intention, it's actually, reprogramming is actually as easy as, okay, today I am going to decide to do habit X, Y, and Z. It doesn't matter if you did Habit X Y or Z yesterday but if you have an awareness and if you have a you know the intention and you the, you make sure you carry it through and you do it on day one and then again the next day you say okay I'm going to solidify this habit I'm going to do habit X y and Z on day two again you really have the capacity to rewire and completely shift old habits and shift things that you might've thought that were just part of you. Um, but actually all we are is just the habits that we do. And so if you have a habit that is more or less effective, um, and you then, or you learn, you know, listen, say you're listening to an addicted to success podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nice plug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thought you'd like that. Um, Thanks for that. um, And then you learn about a new habit that you want to master and that you want to integrate into your life. It's literally just about saying, "Okay, today, I this is part of my routine now. That's it." And then tomorrow, this again is part of my routine. And over time, you it becomes so ingrained within your subconscious that you don't have to make an effort anymore as exactly as you found as the, and with the cold showers, um, which yep. I think is, you know, really comforting for a lot of people to know, um, who feel like, oh yeah, but I just, I, I, it's just not me. Or I just, I do this all the time. It's like, okay, that's fine. Just, just change what you do all the time. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. We can take on way more than we actually think.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. Olivia, you've been an absolute rock star. Thank you for pouring out. If you're listening right now, please, if you have to, go back and take note. Like pause it, rewind it, fast forward it, take notes because there's so much juice in this episode. Olivia, thank yeah. you for making it juicy. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh,
1: Joel, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, for anyone who would want to follow up with me, I I leave this kind of information on my Instagram most days. Um, so definitely connecting with me there is a way to make sure that all these ideas are not just fleeting, but you have, I guess, sustained advice supplied to you in a very accessible, scrollable way. So definitely connecting with me there is something that I would love. It's just my full name, which is Olivia Arizolo. Um And, you know, I am, As, as you mentioned, I love sharing this advice. So, um, you know, if anyone does have any questions or anything, like just shooting them over to me and I'm honestly, I'm so happy to help and answer and support your sleep, sleep habits and sleep secrets and share, share everything I know.
0: (laughs) Champion, Olivia, thank you so much. Olivia, we always end every addicted to success podcast episode with this one last question. All right. Yep. And the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like?
1: I'd probably just take, tell everyone to take responsibility for their lives. <laughs> because your life, your life is your creation. So if you want a good life and if you want a positive life, if you want a life to be exactly as you want it, then map it out, work hard, work smart and be empowered knowing that it is all essentially up to you.